Illuminatnock region, and welcome to Go Mo Tonight. This is our Space Lounge, and I'm your host, Chris Loretto. I'm Zoe Roten-Heinzman. And I'm Sam Abbott. And we're all here with you today. Thank you for joining us for episode one of this new weekly local interest podcast, where we talk amongst ourselves and occasionally bring in a new guest. We used to use this feed for our um, Monadnock Underground podcast, Underground Over the Air, um, but we've, uh, since our long absence, um, you know, it turns out variety shows are actually really difficult. Um, and super, super time consuming to produce. I don't know who could have predicted that, but um, since we sort of trailed off from all of that, Zencaster, which we use to um, record these things, has added video functionality. So um, that's why if you are one of those people who likes to watch talk shows on YouTube, you are able to watch us today. So uh, this is experimental for us. You know, um, hopefully... Uh, hopefully the quality's good and it all works out. But beyond that, we'll be on your your favorite um, podcast app, um, all the major ones, and uh, we'll be coming at you every single week. One of the extra awesome things is that everybody's favorite part of our variety show is actually staying in this show, which is when Chris and I, now with the help of Sam, uh, turn our, our critical eye toward our local paper, the Monadnock Ledger Transcript, and discuss some of the the best of the best of their reporting. Very critical. (laughs) Very critical eye. So we are Go Monadnock. Um, We are the new Go Monadnock, which um, some of you may have seen on Facebook. Some of you may remember it in in its prior iteration um, run by Kimberly Jeffries Graham, which was a, it was a really fantastic um, local interest site, and and she did enormous amounts of work um, to compile a really fantastic events calendar um, that our friends over at Monadnock Beat have basically um, taken on. So, you know, um, we three are kind of here to sort of fill some of the other gaps in the region with regard to media, and this is one of them. Uh, so, we're recording this today. It is uh, it's probably several days before you'll see and hear this. It is Thursday, September 30th, my mother's birthday. Happy birthday, Mom. Um, and uh, what do you think, guys? It's really been a pretty big week, I think. Indeed. It's such a big week that these guys are exhausted. <laughs> especially, especially Sam. Especially Sam. Look at this guy over here. I just I felt like Sam Sam was slowly gonna get something out there from the depths of his exhaustion. I didn't want to interrupt him. Yeah. Well, in, you know, Sam, in that outtake um, teaser that that our listeners aren't going to get to see, we actually made a joke about the fact that you were missing, and um, oh, we good. we you know that I was about to go onto the Facebook page and make a post. Like, has anybody seen Sam? Um, he would have just been in him. his bed. As everyone can see, he's exhausted, but we been, found him. I should have been in bed, whether I was or wasn't. That's a different story. But, um, but I mean, it has been a huge, huge week for lots of reasons. But you know, we launched our website today. I don't think we should. Today, we against should all odds. That. What's that? I said against all odds. Against I all odds. Mom's birthday yeah. is one thing, but us launching the website—that's another thing. Yeah, I would have bet on her making it to the birthday over us launching the website on time today. Um, so not that it's actually on time. We wanted to launch like a week and a half ago. But still, that's 
I tend to operate on like Mediterranean culture time. Um, and a week and a half late is uh, right on track as far as I'm concerned. So some of the stuff that we have on our website, um, we have our, our voices section, which currently has, I believe, uh, five. Uh, by the time um, this episode comes out, probably be closer to eight or nine. Um, brand new columns from totally divergent um, writers from across the region, from representing several different towns, several different backgrounds, several different specialties. And what they all have in common is that they're very unique and interesting personalities and characters. And their perspective is, um, you know, the, the ability to have in one place kind of a nexus of um, the, uh, let's say, the, uh, the, the crest of the wave of opinion in the region, um, if I can be so humble is on our website. Um, and we, we've got a couple um, other sections that these guys can tell you about as well. Agricultural exchange, that's one thing that we're working on is trying to get other farms in the area to, to participate so that you, the consumer, the listener, can see who has what in the way of produce at any given time, at least in the, in the span of a week. Um, and meat, yeah. Well, whatever. All, all carnivorous. All, all things farm. Yes. Dairy, perhaps too. I guess would would yes. fall yeah. into that pretty well. And so Big to have time. a central hub where you can look and see and say, "Oh, that's what I want. That's where I go." Rather than just not going to the farm and thinking that you ought to. Now you'll be able to know and go with confidence. Exactly. That's, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> And like I said, the, um, you know, after Kim kind of took off in her RV, um, the Monadnock beat really took over the calendar portion of things. So we're not trying to replicate that again. Um, but we do have an events page where we're highlighting stuff that we see that's going on that we know is awesome or we suspect is awesome. I guess if it's in the future, we can't, we don't want to be, uh, liable for promises that can't be kept, but we suspect that these things will be awesome and we recommend them highly. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and from there, from that place, we, we direct people if they want a complete calendar or if they want to submit events to a calendar to, um, Madadnock Beats page. But those events that we highlight, um, we'll send out in our twice weekly emails on Tuesday and Friday. So you can plan your week and your weekend accordingly. And if you're a, a business out there. And you're interested in um, reaching some local people directly, you know this. Uh, this show is, is a great opportunity to do so. We we will be offering some some sponsorship options, as well as um, those weekly emails. Which I can tell you, um, you know, from a, a a mail marketing perspective, have phenomenal read rates. Um, and so we're we're directly reaching a lot of people um, in ways that you just really can't do with either online advertising or legacy. So definitely reach out to us. All, all of our contact info is in the, um, in the notes for this episode. So we, we really have a lot of ambitions and a lot of things that we are uh, uh, planning to do. And we are excited to um, have you, whether you're a farm, or whether you're a consumer, or whether you're a business, be a part of it. And I think everyone should be extra impressed that we launched this website in the middle of a Mercury retrograde. Yeah, yeah, right, at, right like, at the beginning of it. Like, we're, like, screwed yeah, this, here, you yeah, know? Not the, not the middle, um, the beginning. 
we just jumped right into that. Believe in such things, like you know, we're really uh, swimming against the tide here. Like even the heating guy who was at my house today was like, just there were there were there were a lot of um, uh, minor mishaps and delays and confusions that that kind of added up. Just the nature of the time. It's getting cold. It's getting cold. True. I hit five red lights in Peterborough yesterday and one pass through. <laughs> one Are pass there through. Five? Oh, what? It's, only two, it's only two lights. Five red. Oh, five wow. Red. Two lights. So do the math. Yeah, that was painful. Wrong time, man. What was it, one five o'clock? Shut, yeah, school time. One lane shut down at the four-way intersection. Three o'clock. Just nasty. Just nasty. These are the days of our lives. True. See, I found out that I have uh, Mercury retrograde in my chart. I was born during one. And I'm so this is supposed to be like what my life always is. And you guys are just welcomed into it for a little bit. I I feel like that's probably true. Okay. Well, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Seems obnoxious, you know, Um, like everything. I don't know. But maybe it's like maybe it's some kind of protective effect as to how we get away with like launching things during them with you know. Yeah, it could be possible ease. because see, I, yeah, because it's either it's either protective or you're just used to it because you do <laughs> seem to have an easier time coasting through these things than I do, typically. Yeah. So, um, so that's that. Uh, GoldmanAdnock.com though, check it out. Um, sign up for the email newsletter. Um, and, you know, obviously follow us on social media, but we really are trying to gear all of this so that the many people who are getting tired of social media have many options to stay in touch. Um, it's a, it's an impulse that I, um, getting off of social media is a vice that I can't adopt myself, but I do understand it. Um, I do understand it. Um, so that's that, but, um, so I do come to this episode one with like one piece of kind of bad news. And, you know, Zoe mentioned a minute ago that everyone's favorite part of the program was sort of the, the banter, the local commentary we would do at the beginning in response to my giant stack of, of, uh, of ledger transcripts or like is the proper thing to say ledgers transcript. I never really know, but, um, I had the stack of these things because I'm a bad subscriber. Well, so I'm a good subscriber typically in the sense that I stay subscribed, although not always, as you'll soon find out, but um, I tend to be subscribed, but I don't read them twice a week and they pile up and then we wait until we record an episode really. And then I kind of like, you know, we, we go through them together. However, However, I regret to say this and this happened about a month ago and I haven't corrected it. So I am I am a guilty party here, but my my debit card expired. I have a new one, but I didn't give it to the ledger transcript. And so um, they cut me off. So I don't have a stack for us to go through tonight. We, we might have to wing it. Well, we're all in luck because. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've been collecting a stack myself. Unreal. <laughs> we've got a backup. We've, we've, we've got, got a backup, backup instead we, of ledger's transcript. Want any newspaper lean times, so, you know. Awesome. The front page right. story for today is that there's shortages of everything, but 
not of Ledger's transcripts. No, we always will have plenty of those. We always will have plenty of those. Yeah, that, no, that's yeah, that's true everywhere. That's um, that's our our declining society um, civilization here. We can't we can't get our goods anymore. Um, but um, really, though, from a, a other than the fact that we have to wait an extra day or two for our goods, which like half the people in town think is is a net positive anyway, because like you know, we do have a lot of people here who adopt that whole like. No, no, no. Like if it's slower and more manual, it's better, you know, kind of thing. Oh, like, um, because, like it's, it's better to wait because consumerism kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Slower living, um, yeah. less that packaging. That is what they mean by slower living. It's like wait a week for your shipping. Yeah, wait for days. shit. Just, just like wait, wait a long time for shit. Let your life go by while you're waiting for packages to arrive that take too long. Um, that's, that's. An interesting philosophy. It's a philosophy. Um, I I don't. I've never been able to make heads or tails of it. But um, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> beyond that, though, I think we all know. Even though it's it's in a sense it's old news at this point, but nonetheless, the continued top story in the region. And this is not just because I am you know uh, a Peterborough chauvinist or whatever, but I think this is legitimately the biggest story in the region objectively speaking, is the scam, the Peterborough scam, where the town was built out of $2.3 million, which you heard it here first, folks, ended up in the coach per pocketbook of Karen Hatcher as she on her way out of town. No one wants, there's people who know and they're not saying anything. Jesus Christ. Chris, you're going to get sued. You shouldn't <laughs> talk like this. When I talk like this, I go to court and I get sued, you know? Okay. <laughs> we, uh, we're, we're going to, um, in the 2022 MU media budget, include uh, legal, legal yeah, right. a legal fees line item <laughs> um, budgeted in to, to cover us in cases like this. Um, well, we'll at least have a few hundred bucks to pay somebody to respond to cease and desist notices. <laughs> In a professional manner. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, uh, there's just so many angles to this story. Um, you know, we might have to sell the library um, to, to cover the money, the new library they just opened. I, I heard that the second bridge project already off the table we could have had two we, we could have had, had two, two bridges folks we were this close <laughs> yep and um you know and some of that money was um designated for the school district so i mean i've heard that some of the classrooms they've cut off oxygen <laughs> like where the kids are they're like kids kids don't need as much oxygen so we're gonna skimp on that um that's how we're gonna get the 2.3 million dollars back I mean, for Christ's sakes, we, we would have had affordable housing in this town with that money. We were, we were this close to that, too. And if oh, the I'm town administration you. gave a shit about Peterborough, they would go to fucking Russia and get it. They'd get the money back. If the, did you say the Obama administration? 
No, the people here. Oh. The administration, the town. The town the administration. Town. This yes. is why they should be fired. They're not accountable. Not only have they not apologized loudly enough for me, but they could have gone to get the money themselves. Why are they relying on the Secret Service? They don't love this town enough. See, I thought you were going to draw some lines between Karen, the Obamas, you know, thought this was a bigger thing you were uncovering here. Well, we don't know. It, I mean, we, we don't. You know, we don't, we, no, nobody's ruled any of that out. <laughs> really? I mean, that, and part of that is because they won't answer our questions. <laughs> and, you know, for anybody listening... It doesn't understand. Um, this is sort of what it's like to wade into the muck on any given post about this topic in our esteemed Peterborough um, town Facebook group. Because uh, the howling about this rather unfortunate issue is still at this point at a fever pitch. Um, if no one talks about it for a couple of days, someone posts another post just to be like, I know it's been talked about before, but I'm not mad. Remember this. <laughs> and, you know, I've been doing my thing where I yell at everybody, and I, I haven't been kicked out of the group again yet. Um, but that that's happened before. Um, other times when the, the mob has, has grown hysterical, um, and I have... Uh, my my graceful side has not prevailed in some of those instances and uh hard for it to prevail right now because people are very bloodthirsty they really do there there really are people saying that we should basically get rid of all of the elected officials and all of the professionals all the bureaucrats um which i mean seems like an interesting way of making sure the town is run well is to make sure that Everyone who runs it is gone. Um, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know how this is supposed to work. I mean, people do seem to think that there are just like all kinds of um, people with masters in public administration who are just like God Almighty. That little town in the middle of nowhere, New Hampshire, that's far from all highways and most things that I would want to do, where all the residents are frothing at the mouth. Um, and, and want to basically execute their current town administrator, <laughs> please let me work there. And in fact, I will work there for cheap. You know, like who, who, who do, who are we going to get for this? You know, I mean, are you guys pissed? I mean, Sam doesn't care. He doesn't, he doesn't pay taxes yeah. in Peterborough. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to see, see what Sam's more measured take is. What are they saying over the, over the mountain, Sam? Sam lives in Temple, so you know I I, I love Peterborough very much, and I'm I'm grateful that it's there, and uh, I well I'm glad it's I, there. Oh, I I love that it's there, I really do, and I love that it's next door, and I spend a lot of time in Peterborough, and I happen to work you know a lot of the time in Peterborough, and uh, I like to half your time is at the stoplights, but well, the yeah, other that's, half. that's also true. But when I'm not screaming and flailing my arms around at the stoplights in the center of town. You know, I do, I do a few things, but the, uh, the running joke with myself is that Peterborough is a, it's a good town to visit rather than a good town to live in. Because the property, my, my fighting words around here are a lot lower and the quality of life is still rather high, you know? Um, but 
I do, I do get a, a real satisfaction out of watching the conversations in the Facebook group and, and, and watching Chris and the same things that Chris <laughs> said. And I, I, it's vicarious pleasure that, you know, given my, yeah. you know, my, my role, I can't really partake to the degree that Chris can. And, uh, and so it's fun, you know, it's fun, but you know, it's, it's serious, it's serious stuff, obviously, you know, and I don't, I don't want to misrepresent that, but at the same time, People are very mobby. You know, it reminds me of, um, oh, what's the story? The it's lottery? Hemingway story. No, it's the it's the, the one in Spain. Oh. I hope there's somebody out there who knows what the lottery is that gets that joke. But It's the lottery. The uh, It's just mob mentality. People get really angry and, like, work each other up, and it's, uh, it's kind of sick. You know? No, it is. And... Um, and, you know, and I've seen other people try to make the argument that like, excuse me, the, um, these people just need to vent, you know, they're upset and all that stuff. And like, I, I do, I, I get being upset, you know, and it's okay to be upset when something bad happens. Um, but I, I don't know why no one seems able to like hold together at the same time in their minds the idea that they are upset about something and that like there might be no way to actually make it right. You know, like, because like, or like in this case, for example, um, rather glaring example, but like we, we can't get the money back because it's gone. They're trying to get as much as they can from insurance. They've gotten like half a million back. They think they might be able to claw back some more. Sorry, we'll get, we'll get some of the money back, but whatever we can get back, people are trying to get back and whatever they can't get, nobody could get none of the other people who want to replace these people. Right. So like we, we lost money. It's gone. It happens sometimes. I mean, it, it, have you ever lost, I mean, I've lost money before, you know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah. you just, you know, you leave that hundred dollar bill rolled up in the bathroom. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, um, that's um, I don't mean that, um, but you know we've all dropped money on the ground or something like that, you know. Um, and or just, you know, you just you do something stupid and, and right. you spend more money than you should have, and you realize it later or whatever. Like it's a terrible feeling, and and it's something you just have to get over. Right. You bought something expensive and then you dropped it immediately, and it smashed, and there's no insurance on it or whatever. You, you know what I mean? Like a brand it, new phone in a in a lake the day after you got it. Some of us have done that. But it's, it's two point three million dollars. Yeah, but I mean, out of a budget of like I think fifty four million or maybe fifty four million is just the school. I mean, I can't remember what the exact numbers are, but I mean, it's but I mean, it's all it, relative. I think that's the point, right? That's what, it, exactly. It's all relative. You I and I, like, can't oh my do. god, for me, that's a lot of fucking money. It's like, yeah, yeah well, I, no shit, that's a lot of money. But for a town, it, I mean, not yeah. to say that it's not, but. It's, it's like relative. us. It's like us losing a couple thousand dollars. You know, right. like it's bad. It's, it's it, you know, I really don't want to lose thousands of dollars. Um, but it's not. It wouldn't be the end of my life. You know, like it wouldn't. Like yeah. the world would go on as it's going to go on in this situation. You know, but the other part of of the not being able to make it right thing is just that like firing everyone, especially people who really couldn't have prevented this. Um, it satisfies this need for vengeance that I think is tied to this need for things to be right. 
Yeah. But it doesn't, it's not logical though, you know, because like these people aren't directly responsible for what happened and, and everyone's like, you know, but they should have done the training, but like there actually was training. There was training and there were policies and it, it, it happened anyway, just like it happens all across the country every single day to bigger and more sophisticated organizations than the town of Peterborough. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it sucks and you do, you do fire the people who did it. You know, that's normal, you know, because they, they, there was a procedure in place and they didn't follow it. You don't kill them. You know, there's some people who really want to hunt them down. And like, I've seen at least half a dozen people say that we need, they need to pay the money back. The accountant. Like we could look in the budget and see what that accountant made. I can't imagine it's much more than $50,000 a year. You know what I mean? Like they want to destroy this person's life. Are they our indentured servant for 25 years or something like that? Like, do we give them room and board? Like, I, I don't, I, I, I just don't understand how you could even say something like that. They, they lost their job and that's, that's shitty um, for a person. So I think that that's an adequate pint of blood. Yeah, um, especially that they live around here. No kidding. Yeah, no kidding. You know, it's like fucking scarlet letter, right? You can't. Yeah, right. Being shamed and like everyone hates them. Like if you're out there listening to this, I don't, I don't even remember your name, but I don't hate you. You made a mistake. Could have happened to me. And um, I, I hope that people treat you with compassion. Yeah. Unlike they're doing to everyone um, out there. It sucks. Um, People are. I'm trying to figure out my, um, I, I intended to do this like literally three weeks ago, but I'm trying, I'm in the process, Zoe knows this, and of trying to figure out my own first column for our voices section on Goman Adnock. And like, I still don't know exactly what I'm writing, but it's like something right along these lines though, of, about the fact that like, man, like the whole last couple of years have uh, made everyone just absolutely mad in the worst possible ways. Um, and like the way that we approach the society is broken, you know, in, in ways that like, even as I make half serious jokes about civilization falling apart, some of this is the onus is actually on the people, you know, because they're, they're simply refusing to engage with reality. I don't know. Mm. I just, I, I can't let this moment pass without acknowledging that Sam's um, redo of the town motto has removed it ending in a, in a preposition, which <laughs> bravo, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> You're right. Also a very Good contentious to topic. <laughs> Good town to dip into and leave. No, I actually love this town. Um, people no, who listen to the show might think otherwise because I will, I will lampoon it in a lot of ways. But like, I am here by choice. I'm not from here, um, and I do love it here in a lot of ways. But I expect much. With with great power comes great responsibility. No, just kidding. There's no great power here, but just wanted to. But Uncle Ben said, you remember. <laughs> Um, so as the long as, guy? um, what's that? <laughs> Uncle Ben, the rice guy. 
No, um, Peter Parker's uncle. Oh, Spider Man. Oh, okay, Spider Man. Okay, part of the mythology. It's part of the Spider Man thing. Um, when you say Uncle Ben, I was just picturing the rice man. No, no, no. that Uncle Ben. He's gone. gone, isn't he? He's gone. Yeah, okay. this is the Uncle oh, is Ben that gets to stay. Is he gone, gone? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, that Uncle Ben is gone. Um, but Peter, well, Peter Parker's Uncle Ben is dead, <laughs> but he's not gone. But he, but he remains. The, the rice Uncle Ben lives, yeah, is gone. <laughs> I'm glad we got that cleared up. The divergent yes. path. I just let it ben. slide. Zoe so had to clarify. Now I really know what we're talking about. Yeah. That's good. Exactly. Um, so, what's in the newspaper? What is in the newspaper? I heard they covered the um, literary event from last weekend. They did. They covered the Monadnock Literary Buzz. They didn't take our picture, though. What's that? They didn't take our picture, though. No, it's a picture of... Can you see this picture? Everybody but Um, us, really. I can't, but maybe somebody can. A room full of authors uh, at the Peterborough Community Center. Yeah, it was a nice event, though, for those of you who didn't uh, make it. Uh, try to keep it in the back of your mind for next year. We had like 25 authors um, signing books and selling books and, and chatting it up with uh, the crowds in the community center um, last Saturday morning. Um, it was a, a joint event put on by um, uh, mainly driven by Bill Chatfield, our, our good buddy, our good buddy down at the end of the, the other end of the road for me, guarding the other end of Old Dublin Road for the time being. Till he moves. Peterborough Poetry Project um, is his operation. And um, they put it on um, along with um, Adnock Underground, the Town Library, Toadstool. Um, and again, with uh, a, a good good number of, um, of really interesting um, authors. Yeah. Next time, hopefully the library will, will be able to be there more because I think they wanted to, but they were busy opening and yeah. moving their books over. Opening that magnificent library. Yeah, I still haven't been there. Are you serious? I'm serious. You've been there, Sam? What's that? Have you been to the library? Yep, we went. The new library? Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to wait till there were books. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't know there were any books. Until I got there and there weren't books. It's like the goddamn Parthenon of Peterborough. It, yeah. it's, be- it's beautiful. I mean, they're, they're like new little grass is lovely. All the outside parts are lovely. Can't wait to see the inside full of books. I'm going to wait till they're done with that. Yep. I think they were supposed to be done with that today. So, yeah, I think it's our pictures. Um, so, I think that they're in good shape. And yeah, um, we are hoping, as if hopefully one of our first guests on this program, we're hoping to, um, it would be a pretty big score, but we're hoping to grab a few minutes from Corinne Kronopoulos, um, the uh, the esteemed library director um, who has uh, really done a tremendous service for this town with a lot of help. But, I mean, it was really her leadership that um, made this uh, this grand, grand feat accomplished here. Yeah. Um, and she's been such a good supporter of Monadnock Underground, too. She's just- yeah. Well, Pre-pandemic, we had events there every time we put out a release, and uh, we've really missed that. And if not her, maybe we can get Charlie on. Maybe we should get them both. Oh, my goodness. And not at the same time either, because 
One's computer might explode. That's what I'm saying. That's what, that's too much glow. So you can't you can't put two you can't put two suns together like that in one 45 minute podcast. Um, it's um, they, they they yeah um, two very impressive um, people. All right. So back to back to the ledger's transcript here. We've got a we've got a really incisive, informative front page story here from Tuesday, noting that it rained a lot this summer. In case in case anyone missed it, it rained a lot. Really, it did. The highest total precipitation for any July in New Hampshire history since statistics were recorded. I mean, I guess I didn't know that it was a record breaker until reading this. So that is in, in some small way news to me. But like, yeah, <laughs> it's like that putting it on the front page is like the worst of both worlds, because I'm already mourning as we head into fall. You know, I'm like, please, summer, don't go. And then the paper's like, yeah, well, the summer kind of blew anyway, didn't it? <laughs> true they should wait a, a little longer i mean august was we, fine but like it never it wasn't a proper summer you know like in the in the normal proper new england way it did rain an awful lot too much i i haven't read this whole article yet so you don't know how it ends maybe they, <laughs> maybe they snuck something important in there spoiler they alert certainly did we've got a quote here from the public works director from the town of Peterborough, Seth McLean. Oh, our, our good buddy, Seth Bag. What's he got to say? So I will read his quote here. Damages from the two heaviest rain events in July totaled over $200,000, primarily driven by the cost to rebuild and reinforce a significant portion of Old Town Farm Road. Very well, you, spoken. well spoken. Very well spoken. Yeah, well... Ever since that one time Ben Conant got him to like give him a quote about a Balrog under the ground, he's been very, very careful about what he says um, to the paper. Oh, you know, you've really got to read this article because he gets like two two whole columns worth of quotes. I could go on about upsizing culverts and pipes. Seth has some good commentary here. You know what? Let's save that for some time when we can get Seth on the show. He's Probably never going to say yes to coming on this program, but um, I'm going to cut that out. He almost definitely will not say yes to being on that pro- on this program, but um, it, we'll just we're going to save the public works details for the hypothetical day when we can somehow entrap him into a recorded conversation and hope he does not prosecute us for a felony. <laughs> we should wait until we have our legal fund, but 2022. I will. We we will we, we wait till January at least till the budget kicks over. Our our massive um, our massive budget that we have to allocate each year. <laughs> Why we have so many lo- what, five, three or four lawyers on retainer? We're gonna have big plans for twenty twenty two. Hey, if we hit our targets, everybody gets a sixty five thousand dollar watch, <laughs> or. Two accordions. All right. Which, so, I don't know if you. I don't know if you knew that. Zoe, I've taught. I've told Zoe this, but um, Sam, I just. I just didn't hear it at first. The um, 
Do you know how much an accordion costs? No. Because I Half just, like, yeah, out of the blue the other day, I was just kind of like, we need to get someone in our circle to learn the accordion. I we just, we need... You what? have a guy? I have, I have a guy locally. Yeah. Okay, cool. Actually, because that's what you need is a guy who already has an accordion. Yeah. Is it an accordion oh. or a concertina, though? This is important. I, I, and we, it's always referred to as an accordion. So Yeah, it's probably, I mean, from, you can tell the difference. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a rare fucking thing, right? It's a real. Oh yeah, he goes to town yeah. on it. I mean, it's it's a yeah. thing. Yeah. And then I found this this other this other guy. We I mean, these are high mowing folks, right? Found this this other guy we know that you know he's you know the world's most interesting man. But then also on the side, without anybody, without telling anybody about it, he also plays accordion. I'm like, how many fucking people play accordion? You know, wow. I mean, you know, two. It's unbelievable. It's, I'm glad I brought this up in that case yeah. because we we do occasionally have use and need for an accordion player but accordions so for like a dirt cheap accordion it's like a thousand bucks like dirt cheap like for like a used normal accordion it's like 10 grand you know like and like kind of like your middle of the road accordion is like thirty thousand dollars like buying a goddamn piano um (laughs) a very nice piano yeah 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 a grand piano from uh steinway or whatever you know like um yeah it's nuts i had no idea um and then i was like geez you know i was like i thought um you know the point of an accordion was to like be like a a poor man's organ you know and i was like well how much is an organ (laughs) so like a dirt cheap organ is like sixty thousand like a dirt cheap like bent up busted used accordion i mean organ you know pipe organ is like 50 grand really Um, and like a normal church organ is like one hundred and eighty, two hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah. Stuff's expensive. Yeah. So yeah, I wonder, I wonder if this ties in with the uh, the whole inflation thing we were kind of touching on earlier, having to wait for services and things like this. Maybe. maybe I mean, maybe because I have I I only googled this after supply chain shortages. You know, probably, probably to do with that. I would think. Uh, but I don't know. I'm not sure. But the it's, point is that bonus time, you're gonna have you're gonna have a really hard choice to make. Yeah, you want two accordions <laughs> or a watch. Yeah, didn't we and throw a banjo in there somewhere? Yes, I yes ba- yes. So you could you could choose a banjo and an accordion, but but Sam will probably pick two accordions because he's got those two friends. So it's only logical. Oh, it was gonna be <laughs> gift time. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, or he can say, screw the accordions. I know two people with accordions. I'm getting the watch. Well, that's kind of my train of thought. We'll use their accordions <laughs> that they already have. You know, they don't need new ones. That's true. I need a new watch. It just seemed to fit in some way. Like, yeah, I, I, I think I see where you're going sense. with it. I think I see where you're going with it. All right. We've got time for, um, for one more story um, before okay. we wrap it up from the newspaper. I have a I have a brief one from from Francistown where I used to live until I moved oh, nice. to Peterborough. Um, there is a there's a paving scam, so they're suffering under the wrath of scammers as well. And their scam is that um, a black pickup truck, unmarked, is going door to door and and offering to dump asphalt on people's driveways. As- oh, I think I heard about this. Yeah, <laughs> and this this is supposed to be like. You know, they were presenting it as we're going to pave your driveway, I guess. Yeah, then they extort you, extort payment out of you. 
Oh, well, the person, it seems like the person in Francis town was like, this sounds, this sounds fishy and they didn't fall for it. That's who we could hire to run our town. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, that's like, um, that's just like a really aggressive, like New Hampshire version of the whole, like, you know, like people walking up to your car in the city and like washing your windshields and being like, yeah, how yeah. come you won't pay me? I just washed your windshields, you know? No, like, no, but, but this resident who was like, no, no, I see this scam, that person. No, no, I know, I know. I'm just okay. saying like this, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> making you were trying to get it. the asphalt scammer to run our town. No, but maybe we could use him for something else. Yeah. Maybe we could. I don't know, but obviously if this person didn't fall for it, though, he should take lessons from Karen. <laughs> <laughs> take the money and run. Um, yeah, well, so, I mean, behind every great town is a great scam, I think um, Oliver Wendell Holmes once said. Um <laughs> Um, so it goes, but, um, it is interesting that we, we bring up Francistown because, um, one of our first columnists in our voices section is Kayla Law, who is a noted Francistown resident is our current, basically our, our liaison with the happenings in Francistown and has written a very nice essay called the tale of two snakes. Um, that, uh, that is really sort of an ode to some of the things that make this area, um, and in some cases, Francistown specifically, um, unique and valuable um, in ways. And so it's a, it's, a just, it's a good example of what we intend to provide in our voices section. Um, we would like to have um, someone like that in all towns. And um, we welcome all kinds of different perspectives. And um, we're, we might be looking for you. Um, we would like there to be also a great writer behind every great town. Yeah, well I agree. Exactly. Writer and, and a scammer. Especially around here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so reach out to us. Um, again, contact info will all be in the thing. But, you know, we are we're kind of here to bring you um, the best of of the, the thought and the voices and, um, you know, the the vision for the future uh, that we may be able to find amongst ourselves if we set ourselves to the task. And on that note, um, I just want to say um, as, as, a, as a motivational conclusion here, uh, earlier tonight, we went down to Townsend um, and had some Chinese food for my mother's birthday. And I just want to share this fortune that I received to get you guys to kind of give you guys an example of the, the mindset and the attitude, the ambition that we have here at Goman Adnock at MU media. Um, it says, yeah, I wish I got more fortunes like this. It says, um, people try thing because they just don't want it enough. And I think that's true. So I encourage all of you this week and every week, to go out there and get it. You may find your dreams behind the next cloud, a few bends around the way. Follow us we'll see you next guys. week. 
with more where that came from and uh, and maybe some guests. Guests. Until then. Until then. This has been Domo Tonight. We did it.